This is MJ. Welcome to another Writer Cast. Uh, join me as I talk about all the common writers of the Heisei era from Kuga to Zio. This time, Type Drive, or uh, Episode Drive. I don't know how to call it. Anyway, uh, so first I'm going to go ahead and talk about all the meta information of Common Writer Drive. Common Writer Drive. Uh, aired from October 5th, 2014 to September 7th, 2015. The uh, first and second episodes were both directed by Ryuta Tasaki and written by Riku Sanjo of Kamen Rider Double fame, for you Kamen Rider Double fans. And uh, let's see, the opening theme song, which is called Surprise Drive, which is uh, a lot of fun, actually, uh, it's a great, great, great song, actually. I really love it. Um, uh, the lyrics were written by Shoko Fujibayashi, according to the uh, fandom commentator Wikia. Uh, composer was Tatsuo. And uh, that's all I got. Oh, no, no. Singer um, is Mitsuru uh, Matsuoka. So there you go. And last thing I wanted to touch on in the meta information is the suit actors. And I think really it's just going to be the one today. Uh, let me see. I I lost it, so I had to scroll. Hold on. Forgive me. So, yeah, Drive is played by Seiji Takawa. And we've got, let's see, Kamen Rider. <laughs> no, I'm going to skip all those. Oh, but uh, we do see two Romudes who I'm going to name right now. Uh, name them and shame them. That's, that's my game. Uh, the Brain Romude is played by Daisuke Sato. And the Heart Romude is played by Yohei Fu, uh, Fujita, and uh, I don't believe I'm familiar with those names, so actually I'm going to go ahead and take a moment and uh, go ahead and dive into who these individuals are. So Daisuke Sato, <laughs> that's funny, the wikia has a picture of him with uh, Junya Keda who played, um, oh gosh, uh, the guy who was the Super Sentai fan in Gokaiger, um, Gokai Silver. Uh, Gaikari? Is that his name? Anyway, sorry about that tangent. Um, yeah, so it says in Super Sentai, um, so let's see, hold on. Okay, several minor roles in Kamen Rider. That's Daisuke Sato, who, uh, portrayed, um, the Brain Rome Youth. Um, and it says in, he had roles in, I'm just going to kind of list them off, um, Enjai, sorry, Golanger, um, Decade, he played several like villains who would, you know, been, well, anyway, several like guest spot villains from different episodes. Uh, in Shinkenger, he played somebody. He was a Dopont in Kamen Rider Double. Uh, let's see, it says he was in Gaussager as Demon Bug Soldiers, Bibi. Kamen uh, Rider O's, he was a, a Bison Yummy. Uh, in Gokaiger, he was uh, Gokai Silver. He was also in, I'm just going to go fast now, Go Busters. Uh, he was in Gaim. He was in uh, the Gaim Wizard movie. Uh, he was in, uh, oh, hey, of course, he was in uh, um, Heisei vs. Showa. He was, let's see, in Drive, it says he, oh, played other Romudes too, not just uh, Brain. And in Ghost, he's the Machine Gun Ganma. And in Combinator Amazons, he's the Mole Amazon, which is kind of fun. And then uh, the guy who played Heart is uh, Yohei Fujita. And the other roles that he's had as a suit actor are, oh, um, let me see. Uh, it says in here he's the suit actor for Heart Room and Kamen Rider Drive as well as the Iron Room. He also appeared in the flesh as an animated dead body in episode 22. That's kind of creepy. 
All right, now on to the cast of Kamen Rider Drive. We have Shinosuke Tamari, who I talked about already a little bit. Um, he calls himself a lazy wash-up or wash-out. I can't remember what that actual phrase is supposed to be. Um, but right now he's working for something like the DMV um, for the police, and he isn't really assigned. Like, they are a special unit, but they aren't that's housed inside the DMV or whatever. But they aren't really... Uh, too active just yet, and he definitely isn't active, um, but everybody else around him is kind of supposed to be, especially uh, Shiji Makiriko. Um, she's very driven. She's extremely athletic. Um, like I said, she's uh, involved with trying to get him to be drive, and she actually told him that she would have been drive if she could have been, but she couldn't be, so she's really adamant that he takes on that responsibility, which is neat. Uh, next, we have Honganji Jun, who is like their captain, I guess, and he's a little eccentric. He's into his horoscope. Um, he wants to keep the group, like, motivated and going together, but he does it in a very silly way, and uh, it's just kind of funny. Then there's a Saijo Q, who's, like, their CSI or tech expert kind of guy, and he's very strange. Uh, he's got these little dolls that he carries around with him while he talks. Um, like the anyway yeah so he, you know he's a fandom guy kind of guy which i get and i can respect i guess he's an otaku you would say um and uh we don't get too much from him uh but he can definitely be serious which is fun to see because he seems like such an unserious character but it doesn't make sense that he would be in that job if he wasn't serious about it right anyway the suit actors don't get enough love so i thought i may as well uh you know do what i can here so i'm gonna go ahead and uh talk about the premise of Rider drive which is basically this that these artificial intelligence beings, Romude, somehow gain independence from their creator and start wreaking havoc on the world. Now, uh, there's a little bit more, I mean, so I'm going to deviate now and just kind of go into general synopsis and general, uh, not premise, but like what's going on in the show. There was this thing called the Global Freeze where uh, time slowed down and stopped for a bunch of people. Shinosuke uh, Tamari was one of them. He's a detective from a, a special unit of some sort, and he and his partner were going after bad guys. And um, while they were doing that, he took a risky shot, and it was definitely set off course by the slowdown and or global freeze, whatever, and it caused his partner to become injured, basically. And Shinosuke feels um, responsible for that, like he is. And uh, he actually uh, has been kind of on suspension doing this different duty, um, meanwhile, uh, Kiriko, a, a co-worker of his, and uh, Mr. Belt have been trying to figure out a way to get him involved in, as a warrior in the fight against the Romude. So, what are the Romude's goals? We do not know. Um, what's their power source? We do not know. Um, where's the drive stuff come from? We do not know, but we will, I don't know, maybe I'll speculate on that at the end of the episode. Sawagami Rina is a brilliant scientist who's working for the uh, Special Crimes Unit, the SCU, as we call it. Um, and uh, it says that she's an electrical physicist, um, but she makes inventions that can detect the um, like slowdown particles, the density shift, I think is what they call it, also the slowdown, um, by the Romudes. And at this point, I, it's unclear if they know that the Romudes are active, but she's like fun-loving, and she pokes fun at Gan at some point, and... Um, uh, kind of Shinosuke too, and uh, I know she's got a real fun personality, and she's a intriguing character. It'll be interesting to see exactly where she goes. Will she be the mad scientist of the group? Uh, it's not evident that that's how it's going to go from here because, um, well, it's just not. hasn't been shown in the in the text of the show yet. Next up is Mr. Belt. Mr. Belt 
is a belt who used to be a man. He appears to be the henshin device of um, of Comrade Drive of Shinosuke. And he's very serious. He feels very, uh, like he's got some gravitas. Um, looks like he died once and uh, he's being haunted by his dreams of Romude coming and I think murdering him to death. Um, I guess before he backed up his brain into a belt or something. I, I don't know. Very interesting. Um, he seems very concerned for Shinosuke and I don't know where that's coming from. It's kind of nice, um, but he also seems to be keeping secrets from Shinosuke, which is something that Shinosuke picks up on and uh, kind of says, like, hey, but I, I can't quite trust you because you're holding things from, from me. And uh, I don't know. It's a very interesting, very weird character. Um, and uh, it's odd that there's a belt who used to be a person who's a, a character in the show, but that's uh, the surprise that is drive, I guess. Oto Genpachiro is a serious detective <laughs> who doesn't believe in anything. He's a skeptic. He refuses to believe of the slowdown stuff that's happening as it's happening in front of him. And uh, Q and um, Enrina are there, and they're both flummoxed by the fact that he is refusing to accept this reality. And that's kind of uh, interesting, odd. I don't really know how to describe it, um, but he's a... Uh, I guess he's supposed to be like the straight man to all these weirdos that are in this uh, special crimes unit. And uh, it looks pretty obvious from the opening that he's going to be a large part of the show, or at least like a, a recurring cast member. Uh, it's unclear if he's SCU just yet or, uh, you know, if he'll ever be. So now I want to switch over to talking about the Aromudes. Actually, no. Before I do that, I want to talk about the the vibe of the SCU. And uh, the vibe of the SCU is like lighthearted and fun, but these people are also very serious and committed to their productive work, which is, you know, saving people's lives. And uh, Shinosuke seems to be the exception of that because he feels like a failure and like he can't move on. And uh, I really should include uh, Hayase right now, but I, I'm going to talk about him in my conclusion because he's in a major character of the show. Um, he's more uh, a utility for the show to um, get Shinosuke's engine started. And uh, that's kind of an interesting thing to talk about later. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the feel. Uh, there's this bit um, that I'll... Well, there's... I'm going to stop right there talking about uh, the SCU, and I'm going to go ahead and move on to the Roamude faction. So, while the Roamude's motives are unclear, uh, we have no idea what they want, uh, they have a kind of strong sense of character. Um, we've got heart, we've got brain... Uh, they seem to be generals, uh, which is like a tokusatsu trope term. So, I mean, what does that really say about them as characters? I don't know. There's not enough there um, other than brain is intellectual and serious. And uh, heart is fun-loving and mischievous, perhaps? I, I, I don't know. Uh, but he seems to care very deeply about one of their fallen comrades. And he uh, helps number 29, which is the, the main guy from episode 1. And I guess episode 2 as well, because he comes back. Um and, uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about them. They kind of despise humans, it looks like, uh, which is why they're fine making them suffer, I guess. But it's unclear, again, what the Romeo's objectives are. Um, they also have a rad named Chase, who we don't get any other details about other than he's Chase. He rides a motorcycle, and he's all in purple, which is, it looks really cool. I like his outfit. Um, but we don't know what he does except for he's very strong, and I think they insinuate that he is strong enough to have killed one of their fellows, but it's unclear if he would have. But he does ask them who his next target is. So uh, maybe he's an assassin for them. I don't know. All right, it's design time. So uh, the show's shot in a little bit of a different way. 
Um, to highlight the designs, probably, there's this nice, cool car called uh, Triteron. It's red. It's flashy. It apparently is part of the armor of Carnator Drive. It matches his uh, suit design, and uh, like a panel of it comes off and turns into his armor, it looks like, which is pretty cool. Uh, we've got these shift cars, which are kind of a big deal in the show. They're the source of the powers for Drive, and they're like sentient little toy car looking things, but they're alive and they can fight, and they do, and they fight Romudes, um, but like. They all have this thing where they the back of them twists and then it loads into this brace that he wears uh, to transform and utilize their powers. But it's weird. They have these crazy floating streets that appear before them and it allows them to move around and attack Romudes and stuff. And uh, like I said before, um, Mr. Belt is a belt who used to be a man and uh, Shinosuke wears them. And for whatever reason, he's been in that car that Shinosuke drives uh, as an accessory or like a part of the dashboard, basically. Um and Shinosuke never noticed, which is really funny, um, especially with him being such a brilliant detective, which I'll get to later. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting how much, uh, I mean, I'm guessing uh, Mr. Belt is involved with the making of the Trideron and the drive suit and all that stuff. That just kind of seems to make sense. Um, but it all does have like a very real world, slick design. Um, the cars look like real toy cars, which I don't know if that's a credit to them or not, um, but they have... Uh, they do puppetry with them, basically, and the puppetry is really convincing because it makes them feel like they have character and personality, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but each of those cars loads into his brace, and he can shift into whatever and use different powers. So he's got, like, Max Flair, uh, which is featured in this episode, or the first episode, and it allows him to, like, get all flamey, and it, the tire across his chest changes, which is a pretty cool uh, way to have, like, a swappable armor, kind of like Forze, where he had bits that he would switch out, but it's just the tire, and then he gets, like, powers, which is... Uh, something I kind of like. It makes it simplified, but still, it's very varied. Um, and he's got Funky Spike, which gives him a green tire with spikes on it, and then Midnight Shadow, which is an over-the-top name for these ninja powers that he uh, gets to use with this ninja shift car, which, like, it duplicates itself and throws shurikens and stuff, and it gives him the power to throw these, you know, shurikens that just appear out of nowhere, which is a lot of fun. Um, so it's a, it's a lot of, uh, uh, like, it's a very uh, frenetic um, design for all the toys. Uh, and I think they look cool and they, they come off really fun and they, I think play very well in like the Kamen Rider power set thing. Uh, and then he does this crazy thing for his finisher. He, the Triteron drives around in crazy circles and he bounces back and forth like Sonic or something. And then he comes at the enemy with a, a rider kick, uh, which was pretty fun. And then, uh, you know, doubling down on, on, uh, how linked he and, and the Triteron are, the Triteron can be driven even remotely by Mr. Belt and he can equip the powers of the stuff that Shinosuke used, the shift cars that he's used to utilize all their powers. He can use, looks like, three, maybe even more at once. And, uh, like, he can destroy a Romude's body, which their body is separate from their soul, basically. And the soul's, like, the number uh, in, like, chrome-plated, you know, 001, 002, up to 108, apparently, of numbers that they, they come in because that's how many Romudes they are. It's a little weird and complicated, but... Uh, anyway, it's all very interesting. And then you've got Rena's design work, uh, which is like silly put together stuff that uh, it's all very functional and it all makes sense, but it looks goofy and like Gen is embarrassed of it. And I think even Shinosuke is. And it's kind of funny that you have like super hard sci-fi stuff that looks really cool. And then you've got her silly designs. Um, and again, I think that Mr. Belt, whoever he was as a man before, perhaps designed the Roamudes, created them, and they turned against him. Um, 
Anyway, it's a little... I'm going to transition into talking about them now. Apparently, they have little cars that they go into, and the car makes a body for them. Like, the number floats outside, and then it gets a little tiny toy car, and then it turns into a big, weird roam you'd body it's all shades of gray for the most part except they're like there are like these red wire details on them in different places and it looks like there's three basic forms of them which uh are a, a bat a spider and maybe a snake but I'll, I'll get to that more later but they all kind of have like skulls in their face area like the whole body looks very armored except for in the face it looks more like a skeleton and then they've got like a chest plate that says their number on it um and it's a three-digit number and uh like the designs look intimidating and kind of scary but they're also pretty weird like especially the cobra the way it's cobra wings or whatever hang off its head it almost looks more like it should be like bird wings or something but i think it's supposed to be like a cobra's hood it's a little hard to read um but it looks like they're using all the same base armor for all the different suits so like three to seven showed up in the present time uh, to fight Shinosuke and or to fight Drive and, and cause issues and actually they seem like there were two that kept showing up to help one of them so I mean the Romude are all one race or whatever they stick together that's pretty cool um, but yeah uh, anyway their design is interesting I like it I like using like a simple form that can be uh, modified swapped out different things and used over and over again I like that idea um, just because I know they're actually making these suits and and uh, I'm sure it's expensive. So the, the more cost-saving things that they do that are cool, like this, all these different AI guys having like the same type of bo base bodies and then transforming into more advanced forms, uh, which they're able to do under certain conditions that are very unclear in the show, uh, that makes me happy because I feel like that's going to allow them to really make better designs overall and like to pour more. Like you, if you can skip the easy stuff um, or, or make it easier for yourself, then you can really focus on putting your energy into the harder things and making them, making each of those more, uh, like high level elements sing, um, which I didn't really like the weird, like, I don't know what this guy was supposed to be that the first Rome you'd, uh, number 29, like what it evolved into. It's purple. It's got long arms. Like, I, I don't really know what they're going for here. Um, but like his design is nothing compared to brain and hearts designs, which are very good and uh, very high level, very detailed and intricate. And I like what I like. I don't understand them, but I like what's going on. So that's really all I have to say about the design work. So overall, I really like the debut of uh, Carminator Drive. Um, I'm trying really hard. Uh, just like Gaim Drive is another show that I have a lot of problems with. And this is me speaking from having seen the whole show. Uh, but I'm trying to set it all aside and just talk about um, the premiere. I thought the premiere was really give us a really interesting sense of who everybody was. I think all the design stuff looks really good. Um, Kiriko is really cool. Um, I love like all the gumption she has, how brave she is, and I like the idea behind her having not being able to be drive and that like pushing her to encourage Shinosuke, who is capable um, and who's special um, for some reason. And uh, I enjoy the camaraderie that the two of them have kind of with each other, even though it's like negative right now. Um, but the potential for it to grow and for their partnership to grow is really interesting to me, especially because he lost a partner who I will be talking about later. Um, but like the way they work in with the uh, SCU, uh, like I said before, it's a lot of fun. And 
After, like, all the contention and strain between characters and Gaim, it's cool to see, like, a solid crew that the writer can be working with. Um, anyway, Shinosuke's special. He's, like, a super genius, which I'm okay with the detective main character in my show being a super detective. But um, he has this, like, Jimmy Neutron-style brain blast, and that's my reference. So I've never seen Sherlock or anything like that. Um, so maybe it's like that. I don't know. Uh, but... Uh, I don't know. It almost feels like they're just telling me he's really great and super special, and they're not showing it, so that's a little bit of a weakness. Uh, something I thought was really strong was his buddy, Hayase, his partner, who he ended up uh, hurting, um, encourages him, and he says basically, like, hey, bro, I'm a fellow police officer. I'm out of the count, or I, I'm down and out of commission because of what happened, so, like, you can't quit. you got to keep going. You need to be stronger and uh, work at full at top gear uh, for my sake too because I can't protect people anymore and uh, you know you want to make your old man proud um, and you feel like you've shamed him by you know what happened six months ago but like don't let that stop you don't let that slow you down Um, you need to get out there and if you can't fight for yourself then fight for me and I thought that was really awesome and I really hope to see from his appearance here Hayase come back because it'd be interesting to see exactly what he could do and what his further involvement in the show would be. The fact that Kiriko's been involved with Mr. Belt for six months, five months, I, who knows, maybe up to six months or, or longer, probably closer to six, anyway, um, is really interesting. And, uh, oh, I, never, I didn't mention the drive pit earlier. Like, that's a lot of the design element, too. But it's just it's just cool, like, kind of hard sci-fi techie stuff. Um, and I like it a lot. Uh, I really like Trideron, the design of it. It looks really good. Um, I don't know what there is else to say about it. I'm not a car guy, but, like, that's a cool-looking car. And a lot of people were mad, you may not know this, that Drive was going to be a common rider who drove a car, not a motorcycle, primarily. Or, he doesn't drive one at all throughout the whole show, I hate to tell you. Um, but I don't mind it, you know, whatever. It's It allows for, it's just, it's different. It's a different tactic, and it's interesting. Um, I like what they did with it, all the action scenes. Of course, it's not ever going to be that, or like, it'll rarely be that big again, Um but they did a lot of cool stuff with the Rome you'd uh, I liked that the bat, like, its ears, I think, grow into wings, and it flies, and, uh, like, the Rome you'd work together in a really interesting and novel way that I don't remember ever seeing any uh, villains do before, especially not in Kamen Rider, uh, definitely not in any of the, the Heisei era shows that I've sampled so far. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen later on in the series, but um, for sure, like, it's interesting. They use a lot of CG, but it wasn't like one of them grew to a giant monster. Instead, they're doing this crazy maneuver with the flying, and then you've got the, the one room that's so fast it's running past cars, kind of like, you know, it's not as fast as Flash, but like really fast, you know, 50, 60, 70 miles per hour, who knows, and then Shinosuke's, you know, chasing it down in the car, and like, the way that they're approaching things is really interesting and fun, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. So um, my hat's off to the team uh, behind Drive. Um, I think Sanjo's made some interesting characters. Uh, the potential for all of them to grow is interesting. I can see kind of, you know, the nascent arcs or seeds for arcs developing. And for the most part, it looks pretty interesting, although, I, again, I want more showing how awesome Shinosuke is and why he's awesome than just telling and uh, I think I'm pretty much going to wrap up there. <sighs> I don't know what else I could say about the premiere of Drive. Uh, the song's great. The fighting was really interesting. I thought it was all pretty novel and uh, creative. And it doesn't feel uh, samey at all to any of the other writer debuts or premieres uh, that I can think of. So that's a good thing. It feels fresh and new and uh, exciting and it seems like it's more fun, but there's a lot of uh, pathos uh, there in the background, too, which is nice. 
Enough for me. What are your thoughts on Kamen Rider Drive as a series overall? How did you like this debut? Who's your favorite character? Who's your least favorite character? That's what I want to know. Um, let's see. What else about Drive? Uh, what's your favorite form and least favorite form? Because I think the forms get a little wild in the show, and some of them might be a bit divisive. Um, and then tell me if you've got a favorite writer other than Shinosuke and why. I'd be curious to know. So anyway, you can leave a comment about that either on the YouTube or on my blog. And if you're really itching, you can uh, message me on Twitter. Uh, links in the description. It's RC underscore Moon. MJMunoz.com is home for all my work. Podcasts and reviews of anime, tokusatsu, Star Wars, and more. Plus my original writings. If you didn't enjoy this, critique me. If you did, leave me a comment. If you really like this, consider tipping me at coffee.com slash mjmunoz. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Until next time, be well.